I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. A couple of months ago, our neighbor had a light on in her truck. And I think my wife went and knocked on the door. And she came out, and it wasn't the front light. She has this big rig, like it's, a, it's an excursion, this big, long SUV. But the light was still on, and she's got three little kids. She's a single mom. She's, you know, she's a warrior, okay? And it wouldn't turn off, and then, you know, she went to the back of the truck where the light was, and you know how kids turn stuff on and off? If you don't have kids, you don't know. If you do have kids, you know how that works. They'll find it. They'll turn it on. They'll kill your battery for you. So she reached into the back, and she, she found the source of the light, and she turned it off. Uh, put her hand like under, opened the window and turned it off. And she turned around and smiled at us, my wife and I, and she said something like, little winds. And so with the help of the Lord, that's what I'd like to preach on. I'd like to preach on little winds. And there's something about what Jesus said in this scripture. He said to the man who had just been healed of, of his palsy or his... Uh, paralysis. He said, I say unto thee, arise. But then he put something else in there, didn't he? He put an extra step. But it was the word of God. Now the Bible doesn't waste words. Jesus doesn't waste words. He said, and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. Couldn't Jesus just have said, hey, go, you're free. But he added something in there. And my understanding is that God did that for a reason. God does things for a reason. You know, I found out that, uh, you know, Star Wars, there's so much about Star Wars, whether you like it or not, it's out there. And I found out that Darth Vader has a little sister. I mean, they're writing everything. Her name is Ellie. Ellie Vader. That's not really, okay. You can tell him you learned that at church. Elevator. He's going up, right? She's, anyway. But when Jesus, he was uh, teaching at a place and four friends brought a man. You, you're all familiar perhaps with the story just for a moment. And uh, they brought him and they couldn't find a way to get him into Jesus. So they went up to the top of the house. And at those times, the houses had flat roofs. They weren't like you know, uh, rappelling up a roof that was like our pitched roofs. They were flat. And so they went up to where the roof was and they were able to uncover the roof. They were able to pull up whatever material was there and they let this man down before in the midst before Jesus. And it's interesting, the Bible said Jesus saw their faith. And you know what Jesus said? You know, when you come to Jesus, you think you need one thing. And you really need something else even more. What did Jesus say? Oh, you're healed. That's not what he said. Huh. We sang that song, come unto me and I will give you rest. You know, the Bible said we'll find rest for our souls. You can be healed in your body and thank God for it. But God came to give us a greater healing. Jesus saw their faith and he said in Mark chapter 2 and verse 5, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Now, wait, doesn't Jesus, can't he see that this man is, he's paralyzed. 
He needs to be healed. Well, let me tell you. Yes, he needs to be healed in his body. But you know what? All of our bodies are going to get old and die one day. What we all need is forgiveness for our sins. And the Bible gives us something here. You know, sometimes Jesus, uh, when, when he, he, he really looks like he doesn't know what he's talking about, he knows exactly what he's talking about. Because surrounding him were a bunch of doctors of the law. And it wasn't only for this man's benefit, but for everybody, that the forgiveness of sins was first, foremost, Put out there is the greatest need of man. It's the greatest need of man. When I came to church the first time as an adult, I, I came to church because it had been a while. You know, I just hadn't been to church in a while. And so I came down uh, to the church service and uh, they preached about Jesus and I wound up getting saved. I didn't go to church to get saved. I just went to church just to, I don't know why, someone invited me, okay? But I got what I needed from the Lord. And now they begin to argue and say, hey, who can forgive sins but God? Well, they were right. Only God, not the pastor, not the preacher, not Sister Bigelow. I can't forgive sins. I would like to say, preacher, but can't you pray for people? Yes, I can pray in faith. I, I, I can pray for people, but only God can forgive sins. You see, sins are against God. If someone has sinned against the, the, their brother, if I, if I lied to, to brother, really... I lied to brother and I should get his forgiveness. But you know that sin is ultimately not a sin against the brother. It's a sin against God. So ultimately our forgiveness needs to come from here. And then of course we can get our forgiveness. You know, I'm married. I, I learned how to say I saw, I'm sorry. I learned how to ask for forgiveness. It should be required in premarital counseling. You give a woman a book and give a man a note card. Here, I'm sorry. Just, just learn that, okay? But Jesus, and I love my wife. Thank God for my wife. The Bible says, he said, what's easier? What's easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or arise, take up thy bed and walk. But it said, but that ye may know that the son of man hath power on earth to forgive sins. I say unto thee, arise, take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. So that's where we get into where our little wins. He said, I want you to know that this healing shows I can forgive sin. It all goes back to the forgiveness of sins. And then the Bible says, immediately, notice, he arose. But he didn't stop there. He arose and he's just like, well, man, I can just take off. No, but Jesus gave him another step. You see, little wins make a big difference. I believe, have you ever had that little win in your life? Maybe you're trying to figure out your taxes or maybe you're trying to, you know, get a screw to thread that doesn't want to thread. It might not seem like it's a big deal. Maybe you're trying to pass a level in a video game. I don't know. But when you do it, what do you do? You go, yes. I mean, there's something about that little win when you finally get that toast where it's not black and it's not raw. It's where it should be toasted, right? You're like, yes. The Bible said in Zechariah, who hath despised the day of small things? You see, little things make a big difference. God knew that getting this man to take up his bed, oh, that's a little thing, preacher. I don't know how long he had been paralyzed. When you're down, sometimes you get down up here. You say, well, I'm no good. I can't do anything. Why? You have been talking to yourself 
over and over again. Man, I'm no good. And man, I can't. You ever hear someone, they're talking to themselves. I'm no good and I can't figure anything out. Maybe this man had given a negative loop over and over. And so she's like, hey, get up. Hey, but we're going to start you off on a new life. Pick up your bed. Take up that bed. You are a productive member of society. And it's a little thing. But I wonder if when he picked it up, he's like, yes. I mean, maybe he didn't realize he had the strength in his arms or the coordination. And some of those beds can be heavy. Maybe he was like, yes, this bed stinks. It's going right in the dumpster. I don't know what he said, but it was little. See, little things can be a blessing. Little things it can also be a problem. The Bible said it's the little foxes that spoil the vines. Those little safe sins, can, they can be a big problem. But you see, a little win carries a big symbolism. See, the key is to take that one little win and turn it into a lifelong habit. You know what little wins do when they add up? They make you a winner. You see that when God saves us, he doesn't make us to be a loser. Say, well, preacher, but I lost that or I lost this. That's all right. That's why you need little wins. You need to see that the word of God. Now, this was Jesus that said this. Jesus said, do it. It wasn't Moses. It wasn't the pastor. Jesus said, you need this little win. It's symbolic to show you you're not what you used to be. Now, he was forgiven. He was healed. But God gave him instructions. You know that as soon as God saves us, he'll begin to deal with our heart about everything because he made you into a winner. Jesus said in Luke chapter 16 and verse 10, he that is faithful in that which is least, what? The little things. Is faithful also in much. So God knows if you can win in the little things, Man, if I can make it to work on time, that's a little thing. If I can make it to church on time, you know what? Those little wins, they'll add up to big things. Man, I'll be able to do this and I'll be able to do that. Why? Because little things add up to big things. They're symbolic. Little wins are important. But you know what? There's something else about little wins. Little wins can happen right now. You know that Jesus said, you don't have to study for this. You don't have to wait for two weeks and work out and save up. He said, uh, just get up and take up your bed. You know, it's something that you could do in church. It's something that actually Jesus wanted him to do before he went home. You know, there's things that God wants us to do before we get home. Maybe you've been carrying that burden on your heart. Man, you can't sleep. Just let it off and say, God, I'm going to dump this on you. I'm going to let God make me new. Or maybe you need to just say something encouraging to someone like, man, uh, honey, you look really nice tonight. That's my wife, if you're listening to this on a podcast. But you got to be careful. Someone gave us some, uh, one of my neighbors. So my, when you're a preacher, you have to be very careful how things appear. <laughs> so my daughter said, hey, your girlfriend's at Starbucks or something. And I said, honey, but we, we call that mermaid on the cup my girlfriend because I enjoy Starbucks. I said, but you have to make sure that people aren't thinking that I have a girlfriend at Starbucks. So you know why? Because people will think differently. Our neighbor had given us, you use hand sanitizer. Well, it's really isopropyl alcohol. Okay. Our neighbor was really nice. She gave us a new uh, container of rubbing alcohol. It says eyes. It's the, you use it for hand sanitizer. So as she was leaving... I said, thanks for the alcohol, the rubbing alcohol, the isopropyl alcohol, right? See, that's a little thing, right? 
But it's a little thing that preacher doesn't have in it, the other kind of alcohol. That's for your hands, okay? But things can be crazy, but you know what? Small wins can happen now. You see that immediately he arose and took up the bed. God wants you when you get saved to begin having little wins in your life right then. Maybe that little win is just in your head. Wait a second. The devil's a liar. I am going to read my Bible tonight. The devil's a liar. I am going to make it. God, God knows. Sometimes we just need first a little win might just be something that you say to yourself. It's not over. I like what one preacher said. Let me steal it from him. And he probably stole it from someone else. So I was a, a thief and he's a thief. And anyway, he said, don't put a period where God put a comma. You know that the devil, the devil tells you it's over, period. And God said, nope, it's just a comma. We got more in your life. God's not done yet. And immediately he arose. You know, I think that sometimes we need God to kind of push us a little bit because we can't make up our mind what we're going to do. So God, just, just do this. The Holy Ghost, just do this. You know, because sometimes we're like a, what do you call a bee that can't make up its mind? A maybe. You know, sometimes we're like that. Maybe I'm going to read my Bible. Maybe I'm going to go to church. Maybe I'm... But Jesus is like, no, just pick up your bed. You'll feel better when you do it. Just read your Bible. Just pray. You'll feel better when you make up your mind and get that little win. Just a little win. And, and the last thing, small wins are seen by others. You know, when you win, I win. I tell people, man, if you give your life to Jesus, tell someone. It's a little win. Tell me. Call me. Text me. But you know, when you have a little win, it said immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth, what? Before them all. Everybody saw him. Not just forgiven. Not just healed. But everybody saw that, man, this guy is... He's doing something. He's picking up. He's, he's, he's worthy. Maybe some guy's like, hey, you're pretty strong. You, you need a job. <laughs> you know that people hear that yes when you get that small win. When you're at work or, and you're like, hey, what, what happened to you? Everyone wants good news, right? You know that we live life for God, but we live our lives before men and before women. Didn't Jesus say, let your light so shine? before men you know that god wants us to show other people our life in him that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven you see when we get a good win in our life we're like yes so what are you doing? well maybe i'm just going over a scripture and you say well what are you doing i'm just going over a scripture in my mind i can do all things through christ which strengthens me really where's that it's in the bible and you know what you mean i can do all things through christ yes you can do all things through christ but you can spread those little wins to someone else there was a man named admiral mcraven he wrote a book called first make your bed have you ever heard of that it's a popular book he was a navy seal he was an admiral uh, in charge of the raid that killed bin Laden, quite an accomplished military man. Well, he said in a graduation address, he said, in SEAL training every morning, we were required to make our bed to perfection. That's similar to taking up your bed, right? It seemed ridiculous at the time, but the wisdom of this simple act, Admiral McRaven said, has been proven to me many times over. If you make your bed in the morning you will have accomplished the first task of the day. Say, preacher, I haven't made my bed yet. <laughs> I just wait till tomorrow morning, right? No, no, make a small thing, a small win. 
It will give you a small sense of pride. Anyone can make their bed, right? Even my daughter does. Not to perfection, but she makes it. Okay. And encourage you to do another task and another. And at the end of the day, one task completed will turn into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that little things matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if you have a miserable day, you ever had one of those? <laughs> I think we all have, right? You will come home to a bed that is made. That you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. And then he said, so if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. And what is Admiral McRaven really saying? The same thing that Jesus said. The same thing that my neighbor said. Little wins. He said, take up your bed. But with heads bowed and eyes closed, you know, before you even go before other men and you go home and before you go your way the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord God wants you to take a little win he wants you to take some comfort in his word he wants you to take a stand in faith he wants you to get a little win so tonight before you go before you head back into the world which is so uncertain why don't you get a certainty tonight why don't you take up your bed do that little thing that God is dealing with your heart about and say, mm, maybe it's a prayer. Maybe it's something that you need to trust God. Just get that little win in your heart because God made you a winner. And he wants you to pile up these little wins to make them into big wins so that everyone will see what God has done in your life. And she begins to sing and as you find a place to pray. Let's see God. Let's get a little wind.